0: said know ye not that your body is the temple of the spirit of God. The spirit of God. He said the spirit of God. The spirit of God dwelling each one of us. He said know ye not that your body your body is the temple of the spirit of God. And verse Corinthians six nineteen says know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost that they dwell in you. That's why all things are possible with God. Amen. Well, today we are teaching on Nicholas. Always read that and talk to yourself about your, who's dwelling on the inside of you. Hallelujah. And your daily companion. Your daily companion is who? The holy ghost. He's your daily companion. Oh my God, don't leave home without him. (laughs) He's your, my greatest, my He's my everything. (laughs) Amen. Well, today we'll continue teaching on the the salt of the earth. Isn't that (laughs) something? And God has given us many names. The church has different spiritual names and each name representing church purpose power action and character on earth he called you the righteousness of God then your character should be righteous he called you the son of God then we should live and act like the son of God he called you the priesthood so we should live and act like a priesthood but we're not going to focus on that today today we will focus more on who we are on earth again. All these many names, we demonstrate them and represent them on earth. But today we're going to focus in on the church, the son of the earth. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 18, Jesus said, I will build, I will build. He said, I I will build my church, I gonna build a church. And my church is going to be on earth. And my church is going to be be different from any other church. My church will walk in authority, purpose, and power. He said, I will build my church. Matthew 5, 13, Jesus called his church the salt of the what? We are the what? We are the what? How many people have salt in their home? Yeah. How many people use salt? What is the purpose for using salt? It's to what? Change something. Change the taste of the food. God said, we are just like salt. We are supposed to change the taste of sin in people's life. How do you change the taste of a sin in someone else's life? By your life. By living your life in such a way of righteousness and holiness that the sinner will want to really change. Your whole household will want to change because of the way that you serve and reverence and honor your God, Elisha. In your workplace, you are to change the taste of the atmosphere in your workplace, not allow, not uh, uh, the devil had a way uh, in his people to change the atmosphere of your workplace but my Bible tells me that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world why in the world that uh, unsaved on your job can always change the atmosphere into ungodliness when you sitting there with all this supernatural power that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead when the Bible said know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and he said know ye not that your body is the temple of the spirit of God. You have the same God, the same God that raised the power of that raised Jesus from the dead dwelling in us on your job. On your job, that's not a demon or not a principality that can withstand you. And on your job, we are not making any different at all because when the unsaved make filthy jokes, we seem to think they are funny. Whatever the unsaved said, you just go along with it. Why can't we be the salt, the church that Jesus on that cross and died a cruel death just to rebuild his church? Are we being the church that Jesus built? Are we being the church that Jesus called his church? And he said, my church will move with power. He said, I will give unto them the keys of the kingdom. My church will be able to bound up any. Spirit On your job, he said, My church will be able to loose any spirit that they want to loose on earth. Why can't we go on our job and bind up that demon that's holding God's people back? Why can't we loose the Holy Ghost on our job? My Bible tells me, tell you in your Bible whatsoever. He didn't put no limit on what. name, you can pull down strongholds. We have all this power. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight in a scuttle, and we can put up with any jump from unsafe. We sat there knowing you make a difference, and God called us the salt of the earth. He identified us with something that can change the taste and he said, my people will be just like that. They can change the taste of any atmosphere. Come why? I dwell in them. It's not you that's changing it, it's who's dwelling in you. He said the Bible said that the exit of the power that may be seen coming from God, from you. So we have this, this, this uh treasure. An earthly vessel. That means the treasure of the Holy Ghost. The treasure of the power of God dwelling in us. Then the Bible said the Spirit of God dwelling in us. Then he said the Holy Ghost dwelling in us. And we all know the power of the Holy Ghost. We all know the power of the Spirit of God. And you're going to tell me that I have all this dwelling in me and I'm going to be taking backseat, taking down, whining and belly all the time. When I have all that i would ever need to succeed in life, dwelling in me and all the promises God made that nothing but enemies shall be able to hurt me and he said whatever come my way he said you lift up your head got the bitter, and you rejoice be because you know that all things work together for good to them love the Lord and I know that I love the Lord with all my mind all my heart and all my soul so therefore I will not be moved with whatever comes because I love the Lord and I have a promise from him that this too will work for my good We're going to serve God. Let's go all the way. He said, David said, well, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And forget not not some of his benefits. Forget not all of his benefits. All his benefits, all the benefits that God accomplished for us through his son Jesus Christ. He said, do not forget them. And to keep us mindful of them, the Bible said the Holy Ghost in David days, he didn't have the Holy Ghost dwelling in him. He didn't have the Spirit of God dwelling in him. But that New Testament church, that New Testament church have it all. Have it all. Everything that you need to live and walk a victorious life. You know, God said to me, he said, you know, I can understand the unsaved complaining because they have no hope. G-d. They have no God. He said, "But well, I cannot understand a Christian complaining because we have a blessed hope. The unsaved have no hope. We sit around and complain just like we have no hope. We have a hope. Yes. We have a blessed hope. Yes. So if the unsaved complaining, why do you join in when you have a hope? Amen. Or why don't you tell them about your blessed hope? Yeah. The Bible says so we should always be ready to give a person an answer about the hope that we have. Yes. Yes. This church, this church, if we don't help the people, they cannot be helped because we are the church. Yes. We are the only people on earth that can make a difference. No one else. That's why God said, I'm going to build my church. And the gates of hell will never be strong enough to hold out against whose church? My church. Oh, Jesus' church will be like salt in purpose, power, action, and character on earth. this. (laughs) Now, to this is <laughs> this. Salt does not judge or criticize the food it is put on. <laughs> oh, 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 that's good. <laughs>
1: Would you said, Pastor?
0: Say it again. <laughs> Salt. <laughs> oh, this is Salt does not judge or criticize the food it is put on. Salt just penetrated the food and changed the taste of the food. Salt does not judge or criticize or fault find the food that it is put on. My church (laughs) will not judge. Now, I'm just saying this ain't policy speaking what we shouldn't be doing. I'm not saying that this church does not judge and criticize and fault-fighting, and nitpicking and all the nine yards, okay? I'm just gonna say it like this. My church will not, we get into that more. My church that I'm building will not judge or criticize the sinner that I asked them to pray for. My church will not nitpick with unsaved on uh, the same. My church would just penetrate with prayer and change the atmosphere. My church will make much power available for that person to change. Instead of criticizing the fault-finding and, and judging and, and running the people down all the time my God, do you ever get tired? church should be tired right now. We're Johnny with the unsaved. They can't even pick you out. Somebody walked in and you your mouth is going and talking about people just like the unsaved. You stand there talking, I'm a Christian. So you disqualify uh, who you are. You are the son of the earth. And I was reading, he said you disrepresent the Bible. You disrepresent when God said judge ye not. You disrepresent that. You're supposed to be different. We want to be different in blessing. What about different in obeying the Word of God? He says, <laughs> Matthew 71, before Jesus went to the cross, he knew his church was going to complain and aching, condemning and fault-finding. He said this, it was written, written before he went to the cross. His, Jesus commanded his church. He commanded his church. He said, "Judge not." <laughs> 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 Judge not. Jesus said, "Judge not." He said, "Has no more judgment upon people." Stop it, he said. Stop criticizing others. Think about your own life. If you gonna go deeper than that and say or uh, when a person tended to criticize someone else, they're, they're, not, they're, they're fooling themselves about themselves because they forgot about their shortcoming. We all have things that we need to get out of our life. That's not a perfect person that I'm looking at and you looking at in this building. We all have thoughts. We all have things in our life that is not pleasing to God. We don't give us no space to judge somebody else because they fault and not like your fault. We can stand up and judge and criticize the unsaved, the government, everybody else. We just judge, judge, judge people. We go back and forth. But when somebody good to us, we love them. They can be the devil from hell. But as long as they're good to us, we think they're all right. And then once they make one move, then you're all over them. Christian, yo-yo Christian, back and forth. His church, no steadfastness. Moving back and forth, depending on who's going to bless you the most. Who got the better plan, and I like you, but you better not make no mistake. Oh, so my God. I say love not the world. No, the things saying that's in the world. He said, pray for the government that you may live peaceful and a quiet life. Do you believe in your own prayers? See, if we, we would believe our prayer, we would stop complaining. Complaining people don't even really believe everything in this Bible is true. Because if I believe that everything in this Bible is true, brother, I have no space, no justification to complain. Because everything I need has been already taken care of. I complain when I do not believe this Bible. I don't care how you put it, you sugarcoat it, what you say you want to. But if you are complaining, you do not believe the promises of God. Amen. Amen. (laughs) He said, Do not judge, do not criticize, do not fault find. Do not condemn. Oh, God, we put people in hell before they get there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Lord, They just know they're on their way to hell, you know, kind of hand bastard or whatever you say. <laughs> We look at television. We can just criticize the different churches. We just fault-fine. If you can't look at TV and enjoy the program, change it to something else. We just sit there and judge. I'm going to tell you about this judging in a few minutes. Judging and criticizing. Misrepresent the gospel that you represent on earth. That's what it does. And who you are on earth. The salt of the earth. So, salt does not judge, criticize, fault, find the food that it is put on. Salt doesn't go around and say, I don't know why they to put salt down there. That food that they cook, they should have known better. <laughs> you know, you? do yeah, I, I don't think I don't think salt called up season on the phone and said, hey, you know what? <laughs> They're cooking all this and stuff like that and there's expect for me to just salt it down all the time and I was, I, don't, I don't think salt have a conversation with the other season about the food that he had to put checked to taste it. But Christian have a conversation about the other Christian or other people and God related us and compared us with salt. something to complain about the food that is put on. He figure my people should not complain about this praying for people and helping people and showing forth love and showing forth Christ. Nah, they didn't come on, your job—you just allow. Ain't no more being alive, but you just be jiving. in it? Ain't Like I said, most people have to let people know. Or you put a big old desk on your sign on your door. I'm a Christian. I wear all these shirts printed with God is good, and you're not even following what you say on the shirt. <laughs> Take off all these shirts that you wear representing supposed to be representing God, and you act like the devil with one on. Thank you. This shirt is not holy. And I'm not gonna make you holy. You can put on everything, and say Jesus this and Jesus that, and you still living like the devil with that shirt on. It doesn't mean nothing to the unsaved. It's just see you wearing a shirt, you know. God ain't come to save clothes. <laughs> 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 oh, <that's Yeah>. <laughs> So, your clothes do not going to entice anybody. It's what you live when you wear those clothes. We buy all of these signs and all this stuff and all of that. Your life, obviously, your life. Your life. There's nothing wrong with all these things, but don't think it's because you have a on that you are that. Mm-hmm. This is no like kids, you know, ain't nothing wrong with buying big tennis shoes and kids were buying all these shoes thinking that they was the player. No, you're not. You just bought the tennis you. Mm-hmm. That'll make you that good. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. They said when you miss, you are miss. we misrepresent Matthew 71 when we judge and criticize. The changed life that you claim is not being seen. You said that you was born again. You said that God came into your life and changed you. But I don't see you acting like a changed person. You're still doing the same old thing. My Bible tells me in 2 Corinthians 5.17, he said, if any man, any woman, any boy, any girl be in Christ, he is a new creature. He's a new creature. Oh, what you call it? All things. All things of what? Uh-huh. Do anybody understand what pass away means? Pass away means what? Uh-huh. No more? You sure that's what it means? He said, old gossip, old criticizing, old fault-finding, old lying, old backbiting, old things. Those are the old things he used to do. He said, old things are passed away. Are you still hanging on to a lot of those old habits, old ways, and saying, that's just the way I am? I'd like for you to stand before God and tell him, you know why I don't earn God. That's just the way I am, God. said, okay, uh, depart from me. I never knew you. Oh, my, my, my. All things are passed away, and behold, what all things are. And all things are awful. Oh, Lord, do we know it, Jesus? (laughs) We misrepresent when we gossip and criticize and fault finding. Always, always have something negative to say out of your mouth. Every time you talk, you always have something negative to say. The Bible a death in life are in the power of your tongue. We you don't believe that. See, we're too much of thinking that we are in control. And we can say and do what we want to. No. The Bible said you are like not your own anymore. You have been precious with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. He said, therefore, you glorify God in your body and in your memory, which is of God. You made Jesus Christ all into life. He said, you're giving up your life. That's why he said, uh, Paul said, brother and sister, I beg of you, please present your body as a living sacrifice holy unto God, which is your reason for service. He said, by the mercy of God, what God done for you, present your body. You're not your own anymore. But somehow or another, when things happen to us, we want God to take care of us. He's your God. Then he needs to be your God on your job. When you go every way, not only your, your God, when you're in trouble, now you want him to be your Lord and you want him to be your Savior. God said, when you're well, I want to be your Lord. When everything is going right, I want to be your Lord. Not just ask me to be your Lord when things go wrong. Mm-hmm. Amen. We can all live holy when things are going wrong. God said, I know you. I know you're down-setting, I know you're up I know your thoughts from afar off. Judging and criticizing is claiming the right to be God. Oh, wow. See, when you start judging and criticizing, you just go, I, I, I have a right. I, 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 you know what? We're claiming
1: to have the right
0: to be God. God said, who are you that can judge another main servant? He said to God they stand and to and to God they'll fall. They are the Lord is not yours. Who are we that we think that we have the opportunity and the privilege to stand and judge people? He said when the church continues to use their tongue to judge and criticize the world, the church cannot release supernatural power to help the world. Because you talk about the world. How can you pray in faith and you always criticizing what is going on in the government, what is going on in there, always watching. And, it's nothing wrong with the news. Why. It seems like you're watching to get something else to gossip about. Did you hear that? Do you know what they're doing now? You hear know, them say, well, you know what? We don't have to just do all this gossip. We have the power dwelling in us. We are the salt of the earth. We can make a difference. Have you ever thought about calling someone instead of running the, the government or however the people that you do run down and say, you know what? It's time to stop. God commanded us yes. not to judge. Yes. See, we, we spend, I don't understand, when God give us a commandment, he said, judge not that you be not judged. I'm a friend that's teaching on that. I a lot of good teaching on that. He said, because if, if someone starts judging you, then you get upset. Mm-hmm. He said, because you ought to be judged. Yeah. Because I command you not to judge people. You're not God over them. You didn't die for them. You didn't hang on that cross. What give you the right to sit down and call people on the phone and always criticizing somebody, criticizing the government, criticizing their fault, criticizing everybody? What give you that right and you're supposed to be a Christian? God didn't give you that right. He said, what? God said, what? Pray. He said the effectual and fervent prayer of a righteous man, a woman, a girl. Release. Make much power available. What kind of power are we making available? We all know that Romans 8 and 11 said for the same power that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead dwelling in us. Why can't we make that Power available for for somebody that's struggling. Why can't he make this power available for the government? And God said, He said for us to pray for the government. When you talk about the government, you are disrepresenting what God called you to do in His Word. He did never ask us to get on that phone and gossip and criticize and fault finding and run each other down. God said, pray ye one for another that we all may be healed. Yeah. Because we all have something, sickness in our talk about disease. We have yeah. sick issues in our life that yeah. we need yeah. to be yeah. yeah. rid of. God said, pray ye one for another that you all may be healed. He meaning to say that, you have something wrong with you. You have something wrong with you. So what gives you the right to pray God over someone else and judge and criticize? Pray for yourself because you need help too. But somehow or another, we love to play God. When it comes down to judging and criticizing, when it comes down to living holy, we don't play God living holy. We don't play God living righteous. We don't play God in compassion and love for each other. We want to play God when we sit and judge and criticize and fault find with people. Now we want to be God. Like, we have a right. I have a right to judge here. I have a right to judge him. I have this right. Well, we're going to give God all the glory, and I will pick this up on the full Sunday as a red and blue and oh, Amen. Anything, uh, you will see it for yourself, you get it, the You will sing it for yourself, you get in trouble with God, because the church is not supposed to stand up and gossip and criticize. God bless you. Amen. Whew.